Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hi guys, welcome back to Pancreas Pals. We have a special guest, but first, hey, what's up? This is Emily. This is Christy. And this is, drumroll please. (laughs) That was a horrible one, but it's Pancreas Pals. But mostly, it's also Lauren. Oh, is that where I was supposed to say hi? Yeah. Is that where I was (laughs) not supposed to say Pancreas Pals? Give me the lead in. Um, Yeah, so hey guys, it's Lauren Bongiorno um, from my Instagram, at Lauren Bongiorno. (laughs) And I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me on. Thanks for doing this. I know you're busy and changing people's lives and, you know, posting fun things, but it is a new day and we'd like to talk a little bit about how you started your Instagram account and kind of what led you to your amazing nutrition yoga life that you lead today. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So I started my Instagram account, honestly, just, it was on my birthday, I can't remember if it was like my 19th birthday or my 20th birthday, something like that. And it used to be, um, I was just doing these yoga poses like on the beach. I was, you know, out on Long Island and I was just like, yoga makes me feel so good. Like I want to make other people feel this good. Like I want to help like make other people feel this way and like be more open to yoga because I had just like discovered yoga. And, um, so I posted my first pose. It was like a, I think it was like a headstand pose. Um, and it, my whole account, Casual. yeah. And, and my <laughs> that whole, was your first and pose. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't like the first ever pose I did, but it was the first like p- picture of like, I posted, I think on my Instagram account, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it was just, or you know what, maybe that was not the first one. I think it might've been like a quote and then I like eased into that, <laughs> but that's when I first yeah. had the idea and I eventually posted that picture. But, um, so yeah, my account in the beginning was literally just like quotes and just like yoga stuff. And, um, inspirational. It, it was more like inspirational. It was like nothing about like me personally. It wasn't like me telling, I don't know, sharing like my life or, um, you know, what I was doing day to day. And it's so funny right. now to think back on that because like the connection that I receive or just like messages or, um, you know, comments or, th- you know, engagement more like people engaging with, um, like my post. And if, if somebody told me like, Oh my God, that made a difference for my day. Or I felt so much better. Or I, I love that you did that. I went out and bought that, you know, food or whatever you put on your Instagram stories, like the connection and like sharing yourself. And like when you open up more, like at least when I opened up more is when I like really felt like the most, um, like that I was making a difference or that I was able to connect with people and like understand other people's needs and, um, you know, what, what service I could have in this community. So I'm so glad I was got to a point of being vulnerable and being like, I don't want to just share the yoga side of me. I want to share all sides of me because I'm so multifaceted. Um, I want to share the fitness, the yoga, the food and, and all of it. So it kind of just evolved from like, I guess this just like quote Instagram thing with like pretty pictures to like, I'm going to share like my journey and just, I'm on a journey and we all are. And I just, you wanted to just post about it and have it as like a little bit of an outlet. 
Right. I mean, that's so similar to the reasoning behind why we started Pancreas Pals. Also, I mean, everyone kind of wants to connect to each other. We're humans. We're trying to find common ground, even in this crazy world. But it's it's really interesting that you kind of start out with the yoga and then eased into the personal because, I mean, interesting in an understandable way. It's so hard to be vulnerable, especially with a chronic illness that, you know, affects the community who's listening right now, but also a lot of people that people don't realize. Um, again, I, I bring this up every episode and Christy hates me, but <laughs> Christy does shots. You, um, the insulin kind, you do, you have an Omnipod, right? Yeah. So I was on the Medtronic, uh, since I was seven years old. And then recently about three months ago, I switched over to the Omnipod just because I am so active and I love the idea of having it, um, be wireless. Right. Um, I'm actually currently right now on the, the Medtronic mini med just because I was using up all the rest of my, um, my like infusion sets and I was waiting for Omnipod right. to send me more pods. So as of like, I think like at the, by the end of the week, I'll probably be shifting back over or maybe next week to the Omnipod, but I love it. Yeah. I, I'm an Omnipod user and do you do Dexcom as well or? Um, I go through phases with Dex. Uh, I think I, I actually used it. I remember like five, six years ago, like I feel like just when it was like coming out and it wasn't like nearly maybe even longer than that maybe like seven years ago and it wasn't like accurate like at all and I wore it and I was like this is ridiculous like why am I wearing something else that's not accurate and so um but then I think like people I was working with with diabetes they were um we would go through their you know obviously their dex trends and all of that and I was like wow like compared to you know what it used to be it really has improved and so I started like you know using it a little bit um and so I go go through phases when I get too attached to it I take it off um and then I should probably be doing <laughs> this yeah, point. Mental sanity is good too. <laughs> I mean, we're all striving for some level of equilibrium, whether it's mentally or with our blood sugar numbers. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So can I ask, even though you have a really influential account, were there any accounts that you had followed previously or any accounts that you look to these days for inspiration or just people to connect with? So I've I'm a very, I crave authenticity and I know like everybody does, but like, I really crave authenticity. So like all of these, I feel like it's getting so saturated when everybody's posting up these like things like, you know, like love your body, like, like just, you know, love yourself. And I think like, I like people who lead through example rather than like telling you what to do. So I love just like seeing people's once again, like seeing their journey and like seeing them evolve and being like, wow, like I knew them when they started their account, like, um, you know, like a few years ago I was following them and now like, look at, they're so confident and so, um, just like express themselves so well and just have so much self-love and it's not necessarily through like them, like telling you what to do, but like kind of just like watching them. And, you know, so I think, um, there's definitely like a draw for me to accounts like that. Um, mostly I, I am attracted to a lot of yoga accounts. So some of my favorites are, um, uh, Steffi, Steffi now. Um, so Stephanie Birch, she's from, um, she's from California and I love her. She's just such an authentic, she's a mama and she's just amazing. Um, I like Irene Papa. She's from, um, she lives in Colorado now, but she's fit queen Irene. Um, and I've just followed That's them so too for, yeah, I, I followed them since like day one. I think they're like one of the like kind of like original accounts I ever followed. And I still like adore them and love them as human beings. And I've developed connections with them. Um, but then other outside of that, like, you know, just, you know, 
people who speak to me speak to my soul and you know who I feel like I would be friends with in real life. Things like Lauren, I'm a little bit picky with the accounts that I follow and I think that's probably my favorite part of your account, Lauren, is how it integrates a lot of what you do in a day other than diabetes. I think accounts that are just constantly posting numbers and just like screenshots of meters and like it just that makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong because honestly I don't think about like my diabetes all day every day so I Mm -hmm. but I like that you have a focus on something else that you love and something that you'd rather put your time into so I think that's a really positive message and I'm just wondering like is there anyone who comes to your account and like goes through and doesn't know immediately that you're related to diabetes yeah, I mean, it's so funny. Like I I I almost look at my Instagram as personal from my like professional business. So in my professional business, I'm a diabetic health coach and I'm also um a wellness speaker. So things that are separate from that, right? But are still me, right? Like my yoga and my fitness and my eating and my healthy eating and my not so healthy eating, whatever it may be. Like, that's just my lifestyle. I look at my Instagram as that because for me, ever since I was diagnosed, like it's so funny to hear. I actually like, I don't think I've ever said this out loud, but I think like two years ago, like I actually had this moment where I had to Google if diabetes, no, maybe it was like three years ago. I actually had to Google if like diabetes was like, like what it was called, like a disease, a chronic illness, what was, what it was, Mm. because I've never once in my life said like, I have a disease or I have a chronic illness. Like I was brought up, like my parents taught me like, oh, you have a condition. Like this is just like what you have to deal with. And it was always something that was never the forefront. So it's so funny. It was actually very challenging one of the one of the biggest humps I had to get over in my professional life and something that I still am working with is I know that what I what I'm very good at what I do with helping um, people with diabetes take control mentally physically lowering their A1C weight loss increasing insulin sensitivity whatever it may be but putting my my foot forward and saying I am a diabetic health coach was like one of the hardest things because that meant to me that I had to identify with something that I went through my whole entire life not identifying as so um in the beginning stages of my like my like okay what kind of health coach am I going to be it was like I'll be a health coach for everybody like diabetics like okay we'll do them too but like mostly (laughs) everybody else and like it's so I'm good I sounded so Italian when I said that by the way so (laughs) it's my Italian's coming out Um, no. So like the whole thing is, is that like, I don't identify myself like as a diabetic, like I'm a person first, like I'm an athlete, I'm a yogi, I'm Lauren, that's who I am. And I own that. And the minute that I start following other diabetic accounts that are talking about, um, you know, their crappy days or blood sugars up and down, like, you know, negative things and just the struggles, like, yes, we all have the struggles, but I think that for me and where I see the future and where I hope the future of diabetes is going to go is really not focusing on the negative, but focusing on, on the positive because, um, I don't know if you ever heard of the book, The Secret, but it's one of my favorite um, books and I like keep it by my bedside and we'll like read some passages for it before you go to bed. But basically it's the law of attraction. And so what you put out is what you're going to get back in, what you're surrounding yourself with, you're going to get back. So for me, it's like, if you're surrounding yourself with like, um, looking at, you know, negative toxic things, not saying that's seeing somebody's bad, bad days or them venting isn't, is toxic, but just getting that in your head of, oh, low, bad butchers, diabetes up and down. You just, you start to take that on and you start to, you start to really 
you know, own that and just start thinking about that all the time. And, um, it's important to obviously pay attention to your diabetes and, um, and control it. Yes. But it's also important to realize that, um, you know, you're, you're so much more than that. And that's not the whole, it doesn't have to be the whole center of your life. If you can learn how to control it and not let it control you, but yeah. The <laughs> thing about the word control is I actually had one of my doctors put it this way that I really felt like made me rethink the way that I think of diabetes and that I can't necessarily control diabetes. I can manage it. It also doesn't control me. But that being said, there are ups and downs to diabetes that, you know, are hormonal causes or have a mind of their own sometimes, like if your pump fails or something like that. So I'm wondering how meditation helps you manage your diabetes. Yeah. So I think first of all, um, to a lot of people control the, in their minds, and I'm guilty of this in the past equals perfection. And when I use the word control, I just want to, um, re I want to make clear that control to me and in my life means managing what you can and letting go of what you can't, because if you can do that, then you're in control. The minute that something happens like you're set right like the tubing gets messed up in the middle of the night or that's not a problem for omnipod but let's say the you know the thing comes out whatever it may be and then you wake up and you're like all upset and you're like oh my god I'm the worst diabetic ever like how could I like not have caught that earlier like why my blood sugar I'm starting off the day so bad like that and you're not you're not in control there so I think like having the ability to let go and say, and this is something um, to tie this into your question, like something you learn in yoga is like, you, there's no such thing as perfection. Like literally like you are you, you are going to make mistakes, but you're going to do the best that you possibly can. And if you do the best you possibly can and you put all your efforts into something, then you can be great at that regardless of the times where you can't see something coming, like the example that I just gave. When I start off the day on a really bad number, it stresses me out, which absolutely does not help. I'm always a little bit higher in the morning because I, I just drop so easily, like circa 5 p.m. I just don't need any insulin at all because I drop so easily in the evening. But I can spend my whole morning worrying to the point where my blood sugar probably would have come down if I had just calmed down. But I get myself <laughs> in such a state that I'm like, I started out the day on this bad foot, darn it. Like, do you, do you break mid-morning if you're, like, having high numbers and you're really stressed? Can you, like, take a break from what you're doing to go do, like, a yoga session and calm down? Or do you, like, set aside a time in the day? So my whole thing is, like, I'm very, I'd rather be preventative, right? So I'd rather say, okay, I woke up at, you know, 160 with elevated, you know, blood sugar numbers because I like to wake up around, like, 100, 110. Um, and then... I want to say, okay, what was it? Was it basil overnight? Did I have something with higher fat with the carbs that I had last night? Was it, I didn't exercise yesterday and that was decreasing my insulin sensitivity for the next day. I try to figure out what it was, right? And then I feel a little bit more in control because I'm like, hmm, okay, well, at least I know what it possibly can be. I know it wasn't just an erratic mm -hmm. blood sugar number or maybe it was. Then what I do is I really, I usually start my day with some kind of some kind of yoga, some kind of, um, not so much meditation. I do meditation more at nighttime for my body, but, um, work out something like that. Um, but I would stop and do breathing exercises. Like sometimes I'll leave the environment I'm in. So for instance, like before I went on this podcast with you, like we were, I was cooking with my boyfriend, Chris in the kitchen 
and the whole I told you the whole pasta thing happened and he was like you burnt the you, you didn't make the pasta right whatever and it was like kind of like it was all hot in there because it was um uh we were cooking the oven was on and everything and I knew before this podcast I wanted to be like very calm and like not like emotionally erratic so I went on the balcony and I just like took like 10 deep breaths like in and out and I was just like um just calming myself down and like the minute like I did that came back in like perfectly fine so I think sometimes like stepping away from the situation like seeing perspective and knowing that um you know it's really in your mind it really is what you perceive and like the mind is a muscle like that's one of the biggest things that like I've learned is that you have to train yourself for the times where things get tough or when things get stressful like what am I going to do like visualize yourself in those times next time it's the morning time and your blood sugar is a little bit you know off is a little bit um, higher like how am I going to react to that and try to control it a little bit better yeah that's going to be my takeaway from this I already know (laughs) stepping away from the environment that's the thing I never do all right thank you Lauren (laughs) Christy's like I can I can just take a nap now I'll go meditate (laughs) I mean, I know that, I mean, sometimes it is hard to, to take a minute and just to breathe, especially if you're sitting at your computer and, you know, your bosses are talking loudly about something stressful. You know, it's, it's hard, but it's something that if you practice is a lot easier to go back to that space. I think that, you know, doing med- like you do before bed, you know, having that as a go-to you, it gets you easier. It, like it's more easy to go into that headspace if you need to in moments of panic, which is something that I know is helpful with my anxiety. It's something that I definitely focus on because I am like such a dictionary case of anxiety and like the classic, classic neurotic Jew. But yeah, so I got that going for me. Something. So something um, that you should. It's just like a little tip. When you say like um, I. I'm an anxious person or I have anxiety, you're taking ownership of it. Try flipping it around from now on and saying like, I have a habit of anxiety because every time that you say I'm an anxious person or I have, I have anxiety, I have anxiety, like you're deeply like reaffirming to yourself, yourself that you are an anxious person. So when you step away from it and almost put up a wall and saying, I have a habit of anxiety, a habit is something that is changeable. That's something that you can change. So when you say I have a habit of anxiety, it's like, okay, right now in this moment, like I'm working through this habit, but habits can be changed. So it's not permanent. It's not like I have brown eyes or I have, you know, right. I, I am five foot, you know, 10 or whatever. I it have is. a habit of brown eyes. <laughs> I have it. I have it. Exactly. And then tomorrow, just see, you're going to wake up with like oh blue my eyes. Gosh, be the change you want to see. Christy. You can change it. <laughs> no, I, love no that that. Is great. I like, yeah. I like that phrasing. Me too. I'm a lot more comfortable yeah. with that than Right? How, how Emily and I usually speak I know. to each other. It's less pressure. Christy and I are like, even on air sometimes, we're just like going back and forth about all of our problems. But I guess it is, I mean, everything's temporary in some regard. So it's, you know, mm-hmm. anxiety too shall pass. At least, at least the feeling is, because I don't know about you guys, but I find some days I'm very like mad at my oh, yeah. little diabetes. For sure. And then other days I'm okay with it. And it's the days that I have better control and the illusion mm-hmm. of control that I consider it a better day and oh I'm having a good day because of this but like days where I think about it you know only when I'm checking before I eat or bolusing golden yeah days, days where golden. I'm not goldman golden holla but oh my god I hate myself Get out. <laughs> it's just it's easier on the good days but it's the hard days that 
our reason we have pancreas pals and you know a good community and a whole toolbox full of meditation techniques and you know exercise and nutrition and everything like that that Lauren has definitely given out some amazing inspiration and content yeah I I love the tip leave your environment for a few seconds like a few minutes whatever it takes that's that's going to be my new go-to yeah just like do that and just remove yourself and breathe and it's all good it's all life is good I mean I wake up my biggest thing is like gratitude like there are people I mean I know I'm sure in Boston too but you walk down the streets Emily and there's like homeless people without legs without arms disturbing like with and it's yeah and it makes it I'm I'm grateful that I have diabetes and not something else because I forgot who said this but they some philosopher I think or maybe it was like my dad or something but (laughs) somebody said something where it was like yeah basically like my parents basically it was like if you threw your like your condition or your challenge in a bag with the rest of the world like you would still pray that you picked out your so own true. Um, that you have, which I love. That's such a good way to think a, about that's it. That's a gorgeous note to end on. But before we wrap up, do you want to just do a final, for anyone who wasn't taking notes at the beginning of the episode, just a final plug for your Instagram handle and just any other place that they can find you online. And where they can enlist yeah, your services course. if they want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I feel better. We talked for 20 minutes. (laughs) Good. I'm glad. That's what we should all feel good. Um, So, yeah, you can come on Instagram and and find me at Lauren underscore Bongiorno. And then my website is just laurenbongiorno.com. And then over the next um, six to nine months, I have a bunch of things coming down the pipeline for um, things people have requested, videos and, you know, different series and um, just helpful tools that I've heard from the community that everybody wants. So if there's anything that you'd like to see from me too, um, feel free to send me a message, an email, and or you can just come and say hi. <laughs> Definitely give Lauren a follow and follow her journey on Instagram. And, you know, hopefully give us a follow. We're definitely still a budding, very small community. But we do have a nice, a nice cushion of listeners. So we hope that our listeners enjoyed this and that we get to post. We, actually, there will be an exciting another the next episode we will be speaking to good glucose with um elliot gatt and the amazing work he does for that so definitely stay tuned but go follow lauren and have a great rest of your week everyone lauren thank you so much for chatting with us this was great thank you so much it was a pleasure spending my tuesday night with you guys um, yeah, hashtag blessed. so excited to hear it yeah <laughs> hashtag <Always>. blessed <laughs> All right. On that note, bye. All right, guys. Bye.